You love Michigan sports. Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and the list goes on. And you love beer. Love beer. Who doesn't? What if we mixed the two together? This is State of My Sports. We'll talk everything Michigan sports like only we do, and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery. Grading the beer throughout the episode. So pop a cold one on your end, and we'll get busy on ours. This is the state of my sports. That's right. This is State of My Sports, and it is a Saturday. We're, we're putting a bow on college football today, uh, mainly because uh, Ryan and I will be on vacation. So, oh, sorry, your mic's off. You're, you're Every mic. time. Every time. It's never, so, never so classic. Fail. Never fails that you do that. Lucky you, though. Lucky yes, you. Yes, yes. So we're going to be on vacation. We wanted to get this podcast out. I mean, so much to talk about. And it, we, we, we've been talking about that we were going to do this um, basically all for the last week and a half or two. Um, so it's not just because of the big win for Michigan. We we're going to do it either way. Um, thankfully, we have a, a win to talk about for Michigan. So we're going to break that down, break down um, what they did right and, and just kind of how, how it all came together. It was, it was a really fun game to watch, uh, especially if you're a Michigan fan, but if you're a football fan in general, you enjoyed that type of football game. So talk about that. We're going to put a bow on Michigan State season. We talk about Lions loss. We're gonna kind of breeze through. I mean, we're gonna try to get it quick and, and out of the way, man. I'm, I'm in vacation mode. Um, we're trying to just get some content out for our sponsors, basically, because we have to. And otherwise, we would take a, a week off, right? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yep. But we're, we're gonna have a, a good good time. So if you guys are joining us live, please throw in your comments. We want to know what you guys did for the game um, and, and how you guys felt about the win. Or I mean, Michigan State win at one as well. So. Um, big, big week for Michigan and Michigan State getting nice wins. So we're going to talk about both of those in the Lions game as well. Um, I'm Sam Waldock. We've today got Micah Smith. We're not doing our picks today because they're not out yet. Um, but, Micah, thank you very much for setting some time aside on, on a weekend to do yeah. this and, and get this out. So Absolutely. Um, you know, I really don't want to beat around the bush. I, I really don't. Um, I, I want to get into the nitty-gritty, you know, the best that we can. So, Let's I mean, it. this is going to be an awkward transition here. I'm just going to, like, cut our, our – our normal fade. Oh, we got Ryan already jumping in. Hey. He says he has bad internet connection, so I'm not catching much love, but go blue. Thanks for thanks for jumping in, Ryan. That was the most you've ever done on social media. Boy. For the podcast. It would be it. great if he hit that share button. Yeah, man, share it to all your friends. Share it right to your right to your news feed. That'd be that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it won't be the second best podcast in the cul-de-sac anymore, so <laughs> Taking over that number one yeah, spot. So honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to waste any time. Let's get right into our beer introductions, and then we'll, we'll jump into the podcast. Right? It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Arnold's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Arnold's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also 
have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. <laughs> Jarrett, one of our favorite listeners. Good old Jarrett. Oh, what is man. up, Jared? Oh, the Blackmore family's in, and they're saying there we gold go. blue. We got some gold Michigan blue. fans Let's in the go. comments. Let's go. Let's go. This is going to be a great episode. I'm so excited. What are you guys drinking tonight, <laughs> Jeff? Blackmore family. We want to know what you're drinking. I got a stress ball here because I think I'm just stressed. Like I've, This has been a, a day, man. <laughs> I don't think you know, you're stressed. You're just anxious. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this one. But All right, so Jared, what did he say? He said, when do the women do their podcast? A bunch of us waiting for them to go live. Yeah, all right. Jared's Ooh. a little... Carry. A few deep here. Oh, man, comments are just coming in. At Water Vanilla Java Porter from Carrie. Very nice. Very nice. And then the Blackmore family is drinking Soft Raid. I'm assuming Let's the go. whole family is not drinking Soft Raid. I have a feeling it's just uh, Jeff and his wife. Uh, I'm not going to wow. judge or anything, but I think that's how, how it goes. Jeff, thank ah. you very much for jumping on. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And what is, what, is, what is that? Is that something that Ryan's drinking? Wait, what? Wine uh, from... Tuscany? Is that how you say that? I, He's drinking some kind of wine. People in the comments just find I, it if you if you really care what Ryan's drinking. I don't really care what Ryan's drinking. I'm pretending to care what Ryan's drinking. Sangiovis? Sangiovis? All right. Is that uh, right, Ryan? I don't, I don't Is that know. how we pronounce yep. it? All right. Anyways, we're, what, Micah and I, the people that are actually here today, um, are drinking a handmade lager, and this is from Transy Artisan Ales. Micah, we drink a lot of their um, IPAs. What's the one that we really like? Uh, the juice is loose. The juice is loose, but then they also have the poppin' pastels. Um, they have like a few different versions the, of that, right? Yeah, I think those are some sours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We haven't drank a whole lot of lagers from them, or really anyone. So. Yeah. So do you know off the top of your head? And I'm putting you on the spot. Do you know where Transient's at? Because I don't recall. Southwest right Michigan and Bridgman. Bridgman. It's yep. another one of those Bridgmans. Nice. Yep. Nice. Uh, no, very, I mean, that's what we're drinking today. We, so, I mean, it's been a, quite the day. Obviously we, we've been drinking since noon. Um, we had a good time. Kyle actually made an appearance at the house to Kyle watch, watch did. the game. I don't know if he's on the, the, um, the, the live or not, but if Kyle's on there, we want to know what he's drinking right yeah. now. But, yeah. So he stopped by with his kids. You were here with your kids. We've been drinking since noon. I think we cracked at, at 12.05 is, is I think what time I cracked my first beer and I haven't stopped. Were your kids drinking? My kids were not drinking. My kids were not drinking. Okay. No. They All were right. drinking lots and lots of water. Well, <laughs> so they're probably going to pee the bed. High quality H2O. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lager night. Um, yeah, so what, what do you think about this one so far, Micah? Like, what do you think about it? I, I am twice. so far impressed. It's a good lager. Because I am not a lager guy. So I drink a lot of Bud Light today. A lot of them. Yes, I you did. I didn't count, but I think it was close to 12. I I think I was very your, close to your cooler is empty. Yeah, I had a lot in there before. And they honestly, like the more craft beer I drink, like the easier these light beers go down. And it's insane. I, I was just pound like I think <laughs> so I cracked one at like twelve oh five, I think, before kickoff. I was on my on number two. Well done. It was crazy. Like, well I think done. it was like a twelve ten start. And it took me five minutes to get through the first one. But um so we're going another logger. That's what we're doing. Um, so far, so good, I'd say. I mean, it, I'm I, I'm not hating on this one. Heck yeah. Drinking craft beer, having fun, 
and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports. It's a good day to be a Wolverine. Michigan beat Ohio State for the first time in 10 years, 42-27. to And I mean, it was one of the most fun games I have watched in a very long time as a Michigan fan. It was awesome. Um, the the rushing yards were were absolutely insane. I, I don't remember exactly what the what the number was. I have it on the scroll here. Um, Ryan's giving me crap for the sound. Is the sound not good? Let me know if the sound's not good. But um, the rushing yards was two hundred and ninety seven to sixty four for Michigan over Ohio State. It was Ooh. absolutely insane. Um, usually I have like a nice little introduction. At least I think it's a nice introduction. Uh, most people don't really give me a lot of credit for it. Uh, but I didn't have time to write like notes and stuff like that. Um, so what I got here today is basically I'll just start with Cade's numbers. He was 13 of 19, 159 yards and in an interception. Haskins, absolute beast, 28 carries, 169 yards, five touchdowns, six-yard average. I think that was such a big key because I mean what what we say if you can run the ball three three and a half four yards a carry you're going yep. to control the game and that's what Michigan did and I don't want to like get crazy because you look at the stats and they didn't it, like the the stats tell you a completely different game correct yeah other than rushing yards I think um Corum came in he had a, a nice couple runs a big uh run but he ended up with 87 yards and Hutchinson made his mark on this this um this program he stu- he stepped up. He had three sacks, five tackles, absolute stud. Was the leader on this team and, and made some big plays. I mean, they didn't force any turnovers, and I thought it would really take a turnover, especially once Cade threw that interception in the end zone or, or close to it on that second drive. But man, they this defense played about as flawless as they can when you're giving up 27 points. Like you look at it, it's like 27 points. Yeah, did. They broke a lot, right? It wasn't right. like a bend and not break defense, but it was a bend, 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 eventually break, and but like it just took so long for them to bend. It just spelled the offense, and it was just perfect. Both, it was just it was a very well executed, very well game plan. Like Jeff said in the comments, a perfect game plan for for this Michigan team to come out and get this win. Um, I mean, I I don't know how how we even do this discussion. Right now, without being fanboys, but like, what do you think about this matchup here, Micah? I I think what you saw on defense was exactly what you said because you you to a certain extent expect those plays where it's bend and then break, yeah, because of their their top three wideouts, uh, Alave, Wilson, and and Jigba, and yep. that that's what happens. That you're not going to absolutely shut this team down. Every single drive. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bend and then some break. Yep. But overall, what you saw from the Michigan defense was keeping those three contained in front of them. They didn't get behind them. There was a big difference between Michigan secondary and Michigan State secondary. Michigan State secondary, they were trying to catch up to them. Yeah. That was not the case today. And that was huge. Yeah, Michigan contained them. They kept the, everything in front of them, and and yeah, they looked wide open at times, um, and it was frustrating. Um, but they just they they contained it in in such a good way. Um, a, a couple numbers that really stood out to me: um, first downs are even. So I mean, Ohio State twenty three, Michigan twenty four. Third down conversions, 
8 of 18 was was Ohio State. Michigan, 5 of 8 on third down. A team that usually lives on third down, only 8 third downs that whole game. Isn't that insane? And, and the conversion and, rate against Ohio State, that's good. Yeah. That's really and, good. And look, we, we kind of laid out the way that Michigan had a chance to win this game. Neither, like, none of us really expected them to win. I don't think. It, I think, um, you know, gun to our head, knife to our throat. We're not going to pick Michigan to win that game. And no, but we 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 all saw a path of doing it, and and they they executed that perfectly, absolutely perfect. The only thing that I think that they didn't get that I thought they would need was a turnover or two, and they didn't, and they still. Did an amazing job. It was absolutely insane. Jarrett, congrats on winning 120 bucks in, on that game. Got a boy. Good for you, man. Um, I wish I would have put money on it, but I just I I don't bet on my team a whole lot, so um, that that didn't help going wide screen. So there, Ryan it? Ryan piped in and said, made them work for every big important play. Tip your cap to all the wide receivers for some massive plays for OSU. Michigan didn't break assignments. Yep. And then uh, Jeff just jumped in. He said, no blown coverages for big plays. Only one, um, what does that say? One deep pass interference call um, on the secondary. And that was actually a bullcrap call, I thought. The secondary. It was and, weak. And that's another good thing that, that Jeff just brought up there is Michigan played one of the cleanest football games, no penalties. I think it was like two penalties heading in before that, that pass interference. That that's was pretty exactly late in the game. That's exactly what they had to do. Um, and it was absolutely, it was flawless football. Flawless football. Yeah, I mean, you, when you're going against that talented of a team, um, you're going to... Um, you know, give up points, give up yards. What would they have passing? So Ohio State had 394 passing yards. So, I mean, if I told you Ohio State was going to have 394 passing yards to our 190, I'd be like, oh, man, that was that must have been a rough day. Yeah, that's, you know why, I mean? that's why these numbers kind of it, lie. It's crazy. And, look, I mean, so Michigan actually had two penalties. So, oh, yeah, so the PI, PI pass interference call didn't actually get accepted, did it? Because that was that crazy catch, too. So that's right, why that's not right. honest. They, so the penalties were two penalties for 20 yards for Michigan, 10 penalties for 66 yards for Ohio State. How many false starts did they end up with? Five? Five false at, starts? At least. That crowd That crowd. Thank you for that. Lit. Thank you. That was great to see. Um, I mean, just it was so much fun to watch. And it seems like a lot of people, the fact that we're getting this many comments already, um, people seem to really enjoy this game as well. Um what what do we got going on in this? The physical play uh, on the outside, yeah. I mean that that was. So you're saying like corners kind of jumping up and and hitting them early. Is that is that what he kind of means by that? I'm assuming. Um, it's loud. Oh, it was loud. Oh yeah. Sorry, I thought we were too loud. I think I still think Rudy <laughs> was offsides. Rudy was offsides. <laughs> All right, Jarrett. We're having a hard time reading this far away. Don't throw in crap comments that we don't that we're straining our eyes for. Sorry, I had to take a drink there. But, I mean, it was it was awesome. Two punts for Michigan to four punts for Ohio State. It was, again, it was so much fun to watch. And congratulations to Jim Harbaugh um, for quieting a lot of the haters. The haters that, you know, I don't want to say um, it was just outside people because there was a lot of Michigan fans that were like, he will never win yep. the big game. He will never beat Ohio State. He will never do this. He will never do that. He sucks. He's this. Look, this is what his fifth time, it was fourth or fifth time, in six in, or seven years, if you want to count the COVID year, in high contention. That with, that it came down correct. to this. Yep. And that is a lot. To, I mean, that is that tells you a lot. And the fact that he he hasn't won one before today is obviously important. But the fact that he got this monkey off his back is 
massive. It is so big. It is exactly what I think the the people that still love Jim Harbaugh and and believe in him um, needed to see. Uh, it was just it was it was awesome. It really was. Um, and just the way that they they executed the execution was was perfect. Um, the the play calling was incredible. I mean, it, I mean, obviously when I'm sitting there watching the game, I'm like, why are they bringing Coram in? Haskins dominating this game. Don't bring Coram in. And then Coram breaks for a 58 yeah. yard. I'm like, keep me in the game. Yeah, I think just like, you and I were screaming at the top of our lungs every time we saw JJ in yes, there. Yes, it was like just closing our eyes. Like and he and, he. Look, Extended plays. They did it. He at, excited plays. It was like the puppet masters were they they were at work and they executed. It was it was so great to see finally everything fall into place. And Michigan dominated that football game. Big like time. let's not let let's not talk about like the final score. What, what was the final score? So 40, 42-27. That sounds like a blowout. It was kind of a bigger blowout than that. It felt like, and and I don't want to mean that in a, a mean way, a bad way, but I just mean like you had a fifteen point lead, ninety percent of that for that second half, right? And that is an impressive lead. And man, it was just, it was so cool. And that Jeff jumps jumps in. He says huge TD drive at uh post halftime, uh kept the clock running and and momentum moving. And and that was a, that was a great point. I think the coming off. Coming out of the half, I was so nervous when when Michigan didn't get the or got the ball to start the game, and I knew that Ohio State had the chance to go back to back points. I, how many times did I bring that up in yep. the first half? Yep. like nine hundred times. Uh, but they, <laughs> I think they kicked the field goal at the end of the half, right? And they had a chance to go put seven more, and Michigan stopped them. I think they might have got one first down, but then we stopped them, forced a punt, had a nice long drive, very methodical, very like. And I think there was a couple big plays. That might have been the quorum play. I, I guess it just usually I've watched the game a couple times before we do the podcast. We so I'm will still rewatch to like, it. Uh, but man, it was it was awesome to see. But and you know, kudos to the coordinators. The coordinators, yeah, like Ryan said, both of them, both of them, huge. Yeah. Like a, a lot of Gaddis doubters. I not s- not just <laughs> this year, last year, leading up to this game possibly. Yeah, but. Kudos to both Gaddis and McDonald, especially Mike McDonald. Yeah. First year coming in and getting a huge win against Ohio State. Yeah, I think on the on the stream scroll there, I have uh, um, McNamara getting a touchdown. He, he actually did not, so I do want to correct that. But um, Haskins. Let's talk a little bit about Haskins and what he did. And, and I, I don't want to compare him um, – like and say that he deserves and like I, I know there's the a viral video of, of Woodson or is, uh was it Woodson or is it Desmond Howard Desmond Howard going on he's like yeah if blah 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 we got five touchdowns a runner like he he's the Heisman candidate no I, I don't want to go that far because what what he did um this season is is completely different than than Kenneth Walker being, mainly because he's sharing the ball but w- what. Haskins did in such a crucial moment when he didn't have Quorum. Look, Quorum had a couple big plays, but you could tell he was not 100% healthy. Correct. And we needed a dog, and he was the dog, and he absolutely dominated this football game. And he you stepped could up see to the it, challenge. You could see it from, from the beginning, and I think the offensive line should get a lot of credit. Um, obviously, uh, the way that they dominated up front was absolutely insane. It Huge. was chunk after chunk after chunk play, and that w- was awesome. And then Taking shots downfield at the right times, it was it was awesome. I'm surprised Haskins' numbers aren't bigger because it right? felt bigger. It did honestly. Same thing with McNamara. Yeah, I mean, yep. what, what he he ended up with 159 yards. 
man, it seemed like a lot more than that because I, it was clutch <laughs> moments, I feel like. Well, right? I, th- I think his accuracy took the front seat over his passing yards. His accuracy was just so on point today. It's yeah. exactly where it needed to yeah, be. Yeah, it really was. the The long ball was was accurate. He had that was one of his his best games. And and look, he put up way better numbers against Michigan State, and he threw the interception in this game. But that was what leaders do. He was a leader in that game, yep. and you saw JJ come in and throw a nice ball. And Ray, who was the one cheering him on the most was Cade McNamara. Yep. And Cade McNamara has proven me wrong so many times. Look, I mean, heading into next season, I don't want to make anything too crazy, but like that's a, a quarterback controversy, and I don't want. I, I hate that that's the case, but Cade has has proven that it's going to take more than a a five star, cute little prospect to come in and steal that job and that's yep. what he has done and it, it's awesome to see you got a comment that you're grinning about or or just like what I'm oh saying? no I, I just like, you what, just you're like saying? what i'm saying love it yeah man. we got some comments ryan saying haskins is slippery and uh who, who's your buddy uh jeff jeff, jeff. the blackmore family yeah yeah jeff uh decision making uh he was patient, and, patient decisive. and decisive no he's yes. right on with yep. that very patient um, very clutch. It was unbelievable what he did. I did not see his post game that that Jeff's talking about. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to. I'm gonna watch all that and be six midnight all night, man. This is I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I gotta leave. I forget what time the plane leaves tomorrow, but I might not sleep. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm gonna be watching post game. I'm probably gonna rewatch this game. I should download <laughs> it so I can watch it on the plane. Andrew's gonna be like trying to talk to me the whole time. But, Sorry, I'm watching the game. She goes, I was trying to talk to you yesterday. You <laughs> I'm so excited for for the, the trip. Uh, what, did, what did Carrie say there? Uh, eggplant emoji. Oh, geez, Jeff, getting a little crazy here. You guys, uh, you guys kept saying for us to win, they had to play a near perfect game and stick to our game, and we did it. Boom! They must have listened to the State care of My business. Sports. They, I think they listened to State of My Sports. I'm, yep. I'm pretty sure there's at least one listener. In the Michigan program, <laughs> and oh, they they use it's that. It's Jim. It's Jim. I was yeah. gonna say Aiden, but if, <laughs> if you guys listen, let us know. No, I'm just, um, no but I, I think that's exactly right. It it was going to take a near perfect game, and that was a near perfect game, honestly. And if it wasn't for the interception on that second drive, what would that first half look? That first half would have looked way more like the second half, where we were up double digits. Putting pressure on them from the get go. I mean, look at what, what Ohio State had to do. They what they have to they had to co- convert on fourth down how many different times, and third and long. So they converted on four or three fourth down con- uh, conversions. It took the last one for them to miss out on a fourth down conversion. The last one that ended the game basically. Um, but then they had third and long. I wish I had the the third and down third average, um, because it seemed like we had them behind, not behind the sticks, but. Third and long for a while. And I actually remember a stat um, entering the second half or somewhere in the second half. It was uh, third down to go or whatever. It was like Michigan had 3.3 average and Ohio State was like an eight-yard average or something like that on third downs. And that was huge. It was amazing. Um, And Ryan's saying that he's just a QB game manager, and I've never loved a QB game manager my entire life. Unless he's talking about Harbaugh as the the quarterback manager. I I don't know. But, I mean, it was – Awesome. Now, the job's not done. No. I mean, it feels no. so good, right? Um, but we got a match up against uh, Iowa. 
Iowa. And and so we were kind of how many times have we talked about it? it's like if we win this game, who would we rather play? Who, who do you want? Wisconsin or Iowa? And I'm like, man, I would be terrified to play a team for a second time. That would have scared me. It would have been really hard to beat Wisconsin for a second time. I I believe, especially the way they're playing, not a whole lot to lose. Um, but then now that I know it's Iowa, I'm like, dang it, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's a little uncomfortable because that defense is solid and. They yep. they will beat us or can beat us the way that we want to beat them. They can, you know, stop the running game the be way very physical. Physical. Yep. They are a physical team, and it's just gonna be like who can be more physical and who can make those big plays. And look, as as happy as I was to see what Cade did today, um, man, I mean there was a couple big plays, but I mean the numbers aren't there, and there's gonna have to he's gonna have to win a game. Against a, a hard-nosed Iowa team. They are going to have to flush this tomorrow. Doesn't that suck? It, you wait it 10 sucks years for this? Bad. And you have to just be done with it. It's like, and they, ha- they it. And they have to. You they, have yeah, to do that. They have to start preparing. This, this is not the end game. I've preached this for state fans, for Ohio State fans, whatever it is. This is not your end game. Like, you beat Michigan, good for you, good for Michigan State. You're gonna hang your hat on that, okay? Yeah. Hang your hat on it. Yeah. Guess what? You're not doing. You're not going to that Big Ten title game. You have to play harder. You've got to play longer, and make it to that postseason. This is not the end goal. So right now, Michigan has to flush tomorrow. Yep. Get that out of their system. <laughs> party, party tonight. Go wild. Yeah. Go. Don't go get arrested, a, please. Go have a good time. <laughs> Do you see, Jerry? Oh. Would you rather Dan Campbell? Lions coach, actually sits and bite your kneecaps as hard as he can, or Jim Harbaugh pinch your nipples as hard as he Jared, you need to really oh. – <laughs> I mean, come on. All right, Ryan's got really good stuff here. All right, running back, best game of the season. O-line, best game of the season. D-line, won the battle in the, in the trenches. DBs, played great football, satisfies limited – Safeties. Safeties, limited big plays. And made critical tackles to force their downs, and th- I think that's a great analysis, Ryan. I wish you were here to to break that down. But um, the <laughs> trenches were huge. I mean, the the linebackers were quietly important in this game. Nothing crazy, but man, when they came up, they, they made tackles. Sound football, and that was one of the biggest things. Like with these running with running back Henderson, he's really good, really slippery, just like um, Haskins. We made tackles pretty much right away. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, lucky sometimes, or it felt lucky and stuff. But, man. Josh Ross, Josh Ross filled was that gap. I didn't see how many. Exactly how he his, needed to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so Ross had, he ended up with four tackles, um, two assists. How about uh, Colson? Daxon Hill, four tackles and three. Who who'd you ask? Junior Colson. Colson, two tackles. Okay. All right. And, and then it's crazy because they weren't tackles for losses or anything, but they were tackles for mid gains and when you're going against that high flying offense that everybody knows about you got to prevent the big plays and they did by making tackles that was so important and it was again going back to a flawless football game that was about as close as it gets and tackling was a a very very big part of that um but i mean what what else did ryan throw in there that were important i think the the d-line was um, extremely good. They got held a ton. I, I'm still surprised that there was only a couple hold holding calls. 
Um, Hutchinson got held a lot. Yeah, Hutchinson was an absolute beast, and I'm I'm so happy for him. I mean, it didn't take a, a massive like strip sack fumble or anything like that, but just consistently there, consistently in his face, and I mean, the, c- combine that with with the crowd noise and how the the false starts and just the un- they made it very very uncomfortable for Ohio State to do what they do well. And then when they did it well, they hit them hard and were extremely physical. It was just, um, I mean, I mean, I feel like we're just kind of talking in circles here. Yep. Um, Let's move on. But I think we, we really should. I mean, just good, good for Michigan, good for uh, Jim Harbaugh, and just a really, I mean, <laughs> the job's not done. I wish, I wish we could break down the the matchup against Iowa a little bit more. Uh, we would obviously if it, if we were recording on Tuesday. Um, but it just didn't. That's not the way the cookie crumbled today. I guess, right? I mean, we're just trying to get this thing, yep. get this thing rolling. So we'll get in some lines now. From the Red Wings to Michigan State, we're talking about it. This is State of My Sports. If you guys are in the comments, you guys can talk Michigan all you want, man. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to fault you guys for wanting to talk more about this game, and I'm, I'm glad you guys are using our, our thread to, to kind of keep that thing rolling. So please please feel free to jump in on that. Uh, I mean, where, where, where the Lions are at, I, I don't think we need to get too too big on it. Um, they lost another last-second field goal uh, to the Chicago Bears, 16-14. to uh, Jared Goff, actually, so he came back and played pretty well. Very efficient, very Cade McNamara-type game, 21-25. to for 171 yards and two passing touchdowns, the first one to Josh or Josh Reynolds, yeah, that's his name, Josh Reynolds. Yep, and then um, one to T.J. Hawkinson as well. Um, downfield, they they threw the ball downfield a little bit more um, than they have uh, most of the season, and it, it was nice to see. And but it didn't, it wasn't consistent. It wasn't long enough to to kind of take control of the game when when they had an opportunity to. Um, eventually lost in a last-second field goal, which which really sucks. Swift was he got injured pretty early in the game. He only had three rushes for zero yards. Um, Jamal Williams spelled him for 15 rushes and 65 yards. It was just a very odd, boring, boring football game. It really isn't. Uh, it's not worth there. getting. Uh, I don't. I don't know where to even go with this team. I really don't. I just. I'm sitting back and just waiting to get a win. That's where I'm at. It's like you have to win a game. You cannot go over. I know we got the tie. That's all fun and dandy and stuff like that. But you have to win a game for this regime. Like I'm, like it's just like figure it out, find a way. And that and I look at the schedule up ahead. It's like that seems like their their last chance. Highly unlikely. Yeah. It's it's probably really really frustrating because you don't expect a whole lot from this team. Because I think of the lack of talent, nonetheless, you would expect at least a win or two, mm-hmm. S- something that just you, you you conjure up some some sort of will to win, and you, you just you you literally come within one second. It, How many it times? Was this is one the one second. I think fourth time that they've they've had a lead in the last minute and and ended up blown. I think fourth. I could be wrong with that. Uh, I guess when you can throw the tie in there, it might that's where I might be getting the fourth, but. Um, I mean, it was it was so the Lions only had 14 first downs through the whole game, 76 rushing yards, 163 passing yards for 239 total yards. I mean, it's just it's it's bad, man. It is so bad. Um, the way this is going, 
And I, I just feel I feel for the guys because they're battling, but at some point just find a way to win because you got you got the Jags winning multiple games. You got right um who who just beat the Tennessee Titans. It was the uh Texans, right? The Texans can yeah. can beat the Tennessee Titans, right? I think I, I might be getting that right, but I mean it's just like well, these are the type of things that uh, right. The Lions they deserve better than what they're getting. I I think not that they're a good team. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that they're better than than really their record tell, says we are, but they deserve better because they are fighting. They're they're trying really hard and it's just not going well. And I don't know why. I I really don't. I I hope that Dan Campbell is is the right guy for the job. I have my doubts, um, mainly because of the play calling and situation that right s- situation football is just it doesn't seem promising. And and I, <laughs> I I think you can only take that with such a grain of salt this year because of your lack of talent. So after next year, because I I would highly assume and highly hope for the franchise that they. That they get after free agency, yeah. that they draft well, they attain, I would I would hope a handful of offensive weapons that pan out. Yeah, I I'm thinking that they're going to probably go a little heavy on defense, but on the offensive side, grab uh, three, maybe four receivers, and you're going to hope you yeah. hit on two of them. Game changers, and I- and then you can really discuss on whether or not Dan Campbell is that guy. Well, I think the one thing that we got to think about here as Lions fans, it's like this division is going to be way different next year, way different. When Aaron Rodgers leaves, and I'm not I'm not trying to push anything here, but like when Aaron Rodgers leaves, which we're all assuming is, is going to happen with, with, with the way everything's gone and then the way the contract's going, like that changes this division overnight. And I, right. I, I could be wrong, Jarrett, you're, you're still on it. What is uh, Cousins' contract? I think his contract's up at the end of the year, too. This is up. So it's like, this is going to be a completely dif- different division. Look, I'm not saying the Lions are going to wake up on <laughs> whatever March 1st and be the best team in the division once everything's said and done. That's not going to happen. But I need to know that we have a coach in place that, man, like, if we ha- if, it, if when the division's down, yeah. just go win it. Like, I don't, you don't have to be a true contender. I would love to win the division at 7 Eight and one, or whatever it is, like, or you know what I mean? Like, what, I'm okay with Just give me a freaking division win. East with the the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Redskins. Yeah, exactly. There was that. There, yeah, well, they win it at seven wins the a couple years yeah. ago. It's like, man, that is so like that's on the table for next year because this is going to be a very tough division. It, assuming it doesn't, the transition doesn't go well for the for the Packers. They're still a very good team. Um, I I also like what the the Vikings are looking like right now, but. Look, as soon as Aaron Rodgers leaves, that changes the division. And that's up for grabs. I want to know that we have a coach that can win these games, these coin flip games. What we've seen, he's losing all these coin flip games. Yeah. Now, he's way undermanned. He doesn't have a great supporting staff from his, from his players, from talent-wise and stuff. And But the bottom line is a lot of football games come to one or two possessions. And we have a coach that doesn't seem to be making the right decisions on these one or two possessions. That changed the game. Look, I'm not telling you that he's the wrong guy for the job. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he's the right guy for the job. I don't know. And what I'm seeing right now are just red flags. And that's what's scary because 
I was hoping to see something that's like, hey, outside of the leader of men, I think he's a very good leader. But it, look, there's right. a lot of good leaders, but <laughs> that are just not good football coaches. Right now, I think every Lions fan knows what they have in their team. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe besides Dan Campbell, okay? You know that Jared Goff is below average. Your offensive line is good. You have a stud tight end. You have a good running back, good running back core. Yep, great offense line. So build on that. Yep. No, I'm I'm right there, man. And I I, I wish that I, there was a, a high point. I, and for some reason, I am putting all this emphasis on one win. It's not going to make me feel any better. It's really not no. because it's not going to cover up the the losses that nope. we've had or anything like that. But it's like when you're losing close games after close game. It would be very, very nice to have that win. And it would be hard to say he should come back going winless. If the right coach is out there. And it's all about who who's next. You know, like you can say he, he's not the right guy for the job, but who who is? And who wants to come to Detroit right now is pretty much nobody. I doubt anybody really wants to come play for Detroit or, or coach in Detroit. Um, but... I think that that's enough lines, honestly. Like I, I yeah. don't really care to go to go much farther with them. Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports. Are there other wings still up to one? I think so. I like it. Let's go. Let's get a nice yep. win, buddy. I wish I could be watching that game. But I'd rather be doing this with you, to be honest with you. Is that is that nice of me? I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, we're gonna get into some Michigan State Spartans. They uh, were at home against Penn State and and won thirty to twenty seven. Basically, in a whiteout. Very nice win. And look, I mean, both teams were very. I think a lot of both of these teams were missing some good players. They were. Um, it was nice to see Reed out there getting some plays. Um, he actually had. Uh, he was questionable heading in. He had six receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. Um, so that that's huge. Um, Thorne, 19-30 for 268 yards and two touchdowns, one interception. And uh, Kenneth Walker, 30 carries, 138 yards, one touchdown for a 4.6 average. Uh, four sacks for the defense. Two fumble recoveries, I think I saw. Is that correct? Um, yeah. So that that's awesome for them. I mean, and look, I don't want to get too much in this game. I, I really don't. It Good for them. That was the, this was so important for them because you got the new contract and then you could not. I don't want to say cannot. I don't want to talk in absolutes, but it would have changed the feel of this game pretty quickly. If, oh, uh, sorry, of this season pretty quickly. If if they lost, you know, what three out of the last four or four four out of the last five or whatever it was, like right. it would have felt completely different and. I, I didn't want that for them because they're they're building so much and they've uh, what Mel Tucker's doing and and getting this contract is well deserved. Uh, perfect timing for him to to get that um, contract. We we got into that last week. If you guys want to jump back in, in the last episode, and we'll talk. We'll, we talked a little bit about the contract and our feelings. I think it's a little too much. I think it's a little too early. But push comes to shove, it's all of a timing thing. It really is. Uh, he got the. Got the contract and, and he came out and got the win. Um, when they, I think they were missing like what twenty guys due to due to the flu. 
20 guys, eight to nine starters roughly. Man. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's great to see. And that's coaching right there. He got his team up and ready, and, and that was awesome. What was that comment? When's the last time Sam has Sam has wanted to get into the this game? Haha, ha, every single time. Every single game he states I don't want to get yeah, I do I say that. Thanks a lot, Jarrett, for pointing that out. I really appreciate it. Wow. I'm saying that now because we're trying to zoom through it, buddy. Man. Jeez, getting getting mean out there. Getting people. That's fine. He doesn't what, have a what, head coach. What do you think about the, the yeah, what do you think about Michigan State coming out and getting a, a, a good win against a very good Penn State team? Who who also just got a their coach just got a new contract? I mean, crazy to what see the money that was thrown around at the end of that football game, right? Contracts head to head. Yeah. Uh no, it was good because Penn State is talented. They're a good team. I I really don't care what people think about their record, and they, they I mean, haters are gonna hate and say Penn State sucks or yeah, I, right. I, okay, maybe they're overrated. Do not. Let that fool you. They are a highly talented team year in, year out. They're for the most part, they are a well coached team, so that is a good win. Don't don't let anyone take that away from you, MSU. That's a good win. Yep. So, uh Sean Clifford had a good game against that uh pass defense, twenty three of thirty four, three hundred and thirteen yards, three touchdowns. Um I mean Dotson, hundred and thirty seven of those yards on eight receptions. Uh, it was a pretty even game, very even. Michigan had, a, 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 I think, a 10-point lead late, and then uh, Penn State kind of came, came back late to, to make it a, a little closer than it was, but it was still a two-possession game pretty much. But um, what would Ryan have to say here? No, Ryan echoed what you were saying. It was really, really important that MSU won this game and finish out that regular season strong. Yeah, I, I think that's the base thing. And it's – I don't – I'm not, I almost said I don't want to get into it a lot, but I'm not going to say that because Jared will, will hate on me. <laughs> uh, no, but it, was, it wasn't it was about how it all happened. I, I think for, for Michigan State heading into this game, it was just go out and get the win. You know, it was you're not going to have this massive statement by beating this Penn State team or anything like that, but losing this type of game in this type of scenario of what, what has escalated since the Michigan game for them it was very important and with a new contract and just key to go out and get the win. It was important for them to respond the way they did after they got absolutely throttled by Ohio State. Yep. No, that that, that's exactly a... the response that they needed. Yep. And they were uh, 9 of 18 on third down, 3 of 4 on fourth down. Both these teams went forward on fourth down quite a bit, which was um, interesting to see. Uh, just like a... a Again, they they solidified themselves as a potential New Year's Eve type bowl, or sorry, New Year's Day yeah. type bowl, yep. like New Year's Six. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming. Let's just say everything goes goes in the, the the direction we're all expecting. Michigan wins the Big Ten. I would say Ohio State goes to the Rose Bowl probably, yep. and then you have Michigan State and like. What do they have, like the Fiesta Bowl type type? So like a, it might not yeah. be a New yep. Year's Six, quote unquote. But I mean, I don't even care about bowls. I don't know even why I'm talking about bowls. But it's going to be a fun matchup. They're going to get put up against a really good team um, that they normally wouldn't play and show for for the Big Ten. It could be Wake Forest. Wake Forest would be an interesting one. Oregon would be an interesting one. Yep. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it, it'll be it'll be really fun because you can't have Ohio State Oregon play again at the, at the Rose no. Bowl, right? Uh, it could so be gotta Florida if they're bowl eligible, but I don't knows? think they're Florida. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. That's a shot. <laughs> Micah coming into my defense. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was just the with the contract coming in, it was very important to get this win and. Uh, we we've talked a lot about the contract already. We we already have, um, but it it's just a timing thing. I don't think he's he's done anything to earn ninety five million dollars, but your your back's against the wall. You got to do it, otherwise he's gone. They gone. had no choice. Yep, they had and, two donors cough up a ton of money. Yep, and I I did not see what the buyout. Um, plan was hopefully once that gets revealed and maybe it already has and I just missed it but it, once that gets revealed it, it'll tell you a little bit more about the contract um, because it's just the bio is really it all like yeah it's 10 year contract or 9 year extension whatever it is but that doesn't tell you anything no. it really doesn't it's all about the bio it's all about how somebody makes you move to another team um, how much it costs and, and all that good stuff so I mean it's that's really all, all we got for, for today it's time to create our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer. They have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Man, first of all, thank you for, for being here again on a weekend. Really appreciate it. Thank for yeah. everybody that jumped on, man. I really appreciate you guys counting. Jarrett or Kyle! Does anyone hey, know buddy. if Michigan won today? They lost to Ohio <laughs> State. Kyle, sorry, man. Typical. Yeah, just another loss for Michigan to Ohio State. Maybe just watch the game, and let's just rewatch it. You should come over and rewatch it with <laughs> me, and we'll we'll pretend that we haven't watched it yet. Uh, no, but uh, thank you guys for for jumping in on the comments. That really helps us uh, us moving. Um, good to get some thoughts in there other than ours. Um, but I mean, here here we are. We we drank one beer tonight. And we're we're zooming right through this thing. If for people that that are that told us early on what they were drinking, please give it a grade. What, what was Carrie drinking? Do you remember? Vanilla Java Porter. That's from right. Did she, give, did she give it a grade yet? Uh, she hasn't, but she'll no, give she it a grade will. here. I'm in a sure minute. she will, because yep. you're on the podcast. Otherwise, she doesn't comment if you're not on. I wonder if Kyle's drinking anything. Kyle, what are you drinking? I bet she's drinking a vodka and water. I bet Jarrett's drinking something Florida based. I bet you Jarrett is. Just so hammered, he doesn't even can't even think straight. He's talking about soup bowls and salad bowls, so he's clearly <laughs> intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that's the only bowls he's talking about. Not anything <laughs> else. He might be getting Toilet some other bowl. bowls. Anyways, Michael, what do you it. think? What do you think about this beer, man? <sighs> One of the better loggers. Again, I'm not a logger guy, so it's might sound like a lower grade, but I'm going to give it a seven point nine. Right. I like it. It's it's easy to drink. It's got no, good taste. Uh, yeah. It it doesn't taste like the uh, kind of almost irony. Do a lot of loggers <laughs> taste irony? 
They, I mean, they can. They can, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you got to help me out here. <laughs> I have no idea what I irony. Just, I remember you talking just about like, an irony beer earlier today, so I didn't. I was just like, oh, man. Yeah, you for must, sure. You okay. S- swallowing pennies or something? So <laughs> I, I just. I just don't like that. Uh, I guess I don't like the lager taste of your your Bud Lights, your Miller Lights. Yeah, Da-da-da, you know, count them up. But I think this has a lot better taste than a Miller Light than a Bud Light. That's why I'm giving it a seven point nine. All right, I, I like that grade. I think you nailed it. You're right on. I mean, it's lagers are never going to attack the world with enthusiasm. You know, it's. It, it's not gonna surprise anybody. It's not gonna make nice. anybody like really happy. Um, but on a day that you're drinking light beer, I was drinking Bud Lights all day. This is a nice step in the right direction, right? Right. Um, but I'm mean, telling you what, what I'm gonna be drinking next year for Michigan Ohio State, Bud Light, because <laughs> Bud Light. That's it worked. It worked this week. I gotta remember my sequence of what I drank. <laughs> yeah, just the Kyle's <laughs> so mad. So he came over and he's like. I have to be here next year, don't I? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yep, you do. Yep. And my sons have to come too again. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. There there are people that are invited <laughs> to your house and uninvited. <laughs> yeah, Carrie Carrie wasn't able to make it, and she can't come next year. Correct. So we have the formula, finally, <laughs> for beating Ohio State. We've been looking for it, and we finally got it. Uh, but, man, what what a quick episode. Under an hour, Kyle would be proud of this one. That's all we got for you, for you guys today. Um, but, again, thank you, Mike. Really appreciate you setting some time aside. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for jumping in, watching live, being part of the conversation, listening after the fact. Share it, like it, all that good stuff. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. You've been listening to State of My Sports. Hey. From the Red Wings to the Lions to the Tigers to the Pistons to Michigan and Michigan State and everything in between, we're talking about it. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.